with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Kelsey Campbell, and Matt DeBurs. Jack is away this week, and you know what? Um, we talked a lot about animals and a lot about Valentine's Day on the last show. Sure I, did. I don't know. What about getting your Valentine a, ba- a puppy or a bunny rabbit for Valentine's Day? And if you want it to be the way that you propose, sorry if I'm stealing anyone's thunder, uh, okay. but I had a friend and the way her now husband proposed was he put the ring on a collar and her Valentine's Day gift was an adorable little kitten. It's how do you, how, you can't say no. It's like, I'll take the cat, but keep the <laughs> ring. The worst part for him was she played with the kitten for yeah. three hours before yeah. noticing the ring on the collar. Well, you gotta say something. He just kept waiting and waiting for her to see it. You can say, hey, check out her collar. Like, what's on her collar? Didn't do that. Wow. What adult. Wow. He was nervous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd be more Sorry, nervous nerves around- of steel. Well, I, I'd be like, oh, did you look at the collar? There's a ring on it. You would have said something at that point, right? Wow, that's a crazy story. I love that. Well, you know what? There will be proposals uh, coming up tomorrow, too. So we'll talk about all of that in the show coming up. Uh, the other thing we talked about on the air, you mentioned that you've got a couple of cats that are living in your backyard in your dog's dog house. Yeah. And you don't know what to do. You're wondering if those dogs are, or those cats are somebody else's and they just come to your house to sleep in your cold dog house, which doesn't make any sense. I can't tell if it's like their clubhouse. I had one of those as a kid. You had a place that you escaped to. I don't know. Or I don't know if they've adopted us and I should be bringing them in the house, but then I have two big dogs. I don't really know how to manage this. Have you made a phone call to the Humane Society? No, because I honestly think that they're a neighbor's cats and they go home when they're hungry. Right. Do you notice collars? No, I've never actually got close enough to see them. As soon as I open the door, the dogs run out, chase the cats. But a texter, somebody suggested to put a a, a paper collar on them and say, hey, if this is your cat, let me know so I know or whatever, right? Would a paper collar stay on a cat? And that's how I get rabies. Yeah, (laughs) because they're going to bite you? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Just tetanus. All right. Enjoy the podcast. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. No, it's not just you. This cold snap has stuck around way longer than we're used to. The last time Edmonton weather was this cold for this long was in January of 1998, 21 years ago. Starting January 1st, temperatures reached minus 20 daily for 15 days in a row. And as Chris has mentioned, our chief meteorologist, Jesse Byer at Global News, says we are going to be setting a new record. You can count on it. Right now, (laughs) yeah. Right now in Edmonton, it's minus 26 and sunny. And honestly, with the wind chill, it's just colder. You see, it's not quite sunny yet, but it will be. Oh, yeah, I'm saying right now. Yeah, I know. It's it's not sunny. It's definitely not sunny. It's going to be a sunny day, though. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. Appreciate that. I just, I had to, before the text came in, it's not sunny where I am. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Okay, CFL Free Agency opens up today. 10 a.m. is when we're going to start getting a lot of answers. But in the lead up to today, Eskimos were very busy. But the biggest news coming yesterday that Len Rhodes will not be returning as the Edmonton Eskimos president and CEO. Next week will be his last week at the helm. A few one- and two-year contract extensions were also dealt out, including long snapper Ryan King, who agreed to a three-year extension. The biggest rumor leading up to today and we're still waiting on confirmation, is that our all-star quarterback, Mike Riley, will be signing with the BC Lions. It's yeah. almost a guarantee now. Yeah, that yeah. And his, his family lives in Seattle. He's got a house in Seattle, apparently. It's just going to be closer. That's where he came from when he came to Edmonton, was BC, that is. So 
looks like they're going to get their boy back, and it's going to be a tough loss for us. But uh, you know what needs to happen? Because hmm. there's still a lot of free agent quarterbacks out there. Yep, yep. we need to take Bo Levi Mitchell away from Calgary. Yeah, yeah, that'll make us feel better about what's happening. Way better. Us. Okay, well, we'll see. Who knows? Ten o'clock this morning, it all starts to happen. That's right. And Oilers are in Pittsburgh tomorrow, facing Crosby and the Penguins. Puck drops at six. And if you thought your mom was a helicopter parent, police at a Maryland university are warning students there's a mother on the loose. She's prowling the campus in search of a date for her son. She was approaching female students, showing them pictures of her son on her phone, going through campus buildings, and asking them if they were interested. Mm. Matt thought this would be cool, like he'd think this would be good. I don't think that son is really, really into this. I think that uh, you become the laughing stock of the campus when your mom's running around. It would be terrible. You just got to own it. Yeah. Like anything else, you laugh it off. Ha ha, that's good. So you want a date? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with it. It'll be it'll make for great wedding speeches. Yeah, yes, for sure. All right. Thank you, Kels. Here's the deal. It's time for the too early for a question question. And that means you can win tickets to Cirque du Soleil. We've already established it's one of the most amazing things you'll ever see in your life. It's happening at Rogers Place tomorrow night. It could be like a pre Valentine Valentine date. All right. Oh yeah. You'll you'll be in the mood for love. Alfred. Exactly. Okay, here's the deal. This Specific thing spikes 433% on Valentine's Day. I think this is a pretty easy one, but anyway, we'll get a winner here. 7804211039. This specific thing spikes 433% on Valentine's Day, which is Thursday. What is that thing? The too early for a question question. Your chance to win right now. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's the too early for a question question. And perfect timing considering uh, the big day coming up on Thursday. What spikes 433% on Valentine's Day? Yes, John. Dinner reservation. There it is. I knew it wouldn't take long, but you know what? That they, was fast. They don't all have to be completely difficult, right? Especially for guys like you and me, right, Jason? That's right. Jason, uh, where are you going for Valentine's Day? Uh, nowhere. Oh, mm. fun. I've never <laughs> heard of that place. I know, <laughs> I know where you're going on Valentine's Eve, that it would be to Cirque du Soleil. Do you have a Valentine, Jason? Uh, yeah. Okay. He had to think about that for a second. I think it's, so. it's which Valentine are you taking? Yeah. Uh, my wife has a concussion. Uh-oh. don't know if she'll be able to go. Oh, boy. How'd that happen? Looks like you're going to have to take your girlfriend, bud. <laughs> Then you'll have a concussion. (laughs) Concussions are up for all my friends. (laughs) How'd she get the concussion? Uh, Just fell on the ice and hit and fell right on her head, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ouch. Yeah, that's happening to her. She'll have flashbacks if she goes to something on ice here. Yeah, that would be. Okay, well, you know what? Well, you're going to have to figure out something, but the good news is that this is like one of the best things in the whole wide world, and uh, you're going. And, and, and again, you, you don't have to take her on a Valentine date either because of this concussion thing, huh? That's right. All right, so you feel kind of lucky. Deal. All you got to do is put her in a dark room and leave her. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to Matt. Concussion protocol, you got to sit in here and be quiet. <laughs> you have the worst advice. Straight through till Christmas. Great advice. She has a concussion. <laughs> Congratulations, Jason. Thank you. And please wish your wife yes. all our best. I will. Thank you. Uh, this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
But I think this weather is going to keep some people in. Like, I think they're just going to, if, oh, yeah. if they're lucky enough to have a fireplace, they're going to curl up in front of it because uh, uh, this weather just does not make you want to go out. Maybe it's just me, but is that the case? Or There's what? nothing wrong with that. What? Like, just, the, the if fireplace. you're just spending time looking at one another, it doesn't yeah. matter where you're doing that. Right. Just pay attention to each other. Oh. I do suggest <laughs> going to a mall, though, because you get your steps in, you're warm. Mm. Things to do. Take Kelsey your, Campbell isn't 90 years old. Take, I promise take you. Take your wife on a mall walk? <laughs> That's a recipe for divorce right there. I have a Fitbit and I'm obsessed with getting my 10,000 steps. Oh, yeah. I get my 10,000. I treat myself that with some Purdy's so chocolate. <laughs> Maybe I'm New York, New York fries. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. But so there you go. I just, I think that this, I don't know. Karen and I don't typically go out. Kelsey asked if my wife and I typically go out for Valentine's. We don't. But I think that, you know, the, you're right. All she she wants is just me to put my phone down and just look in her eye eyes. contact. Listen to her for, for a change. And just can you do it? listen to her. Are you up for it? I'm going to try. a boy. Yeah. I'm Maybe gonna, a foot rub. Yes, exactly. A foot rub. The advice I give everybody is you yeah. you should wait to go out for Valentine's and celebrate the day before or the day after. Right. Because you're going to get the same food at a different yeah. priced a, a menu. Yeah. Yeah. And then I never follow through and I would guilt my husband so much if he didn't make a reservation on Valentine's. Oh, you would? But I don't know why. Yeah. I believe in what I'm saying, but then I'm like, does he not care if he hasn't made a why. reservation? Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. I Yeah, just... Just like you say, figure out a way to spend some time with them. I think the most women they just want they just want your undivided attention and jewelry, diamonds, preferably. Oh, just a little something that shows that you care. <laughs> something from a Pat. card will do. Don't, with diamonds, not a piece of loose, loose leaf. You tear it out of a binder, right? But like an actual card. See, uh, I always get the card, but I'm uh, cards. I don't. I think they're a scam. I think a piece of loose leaf. If you wrote something nice on it, I think a lot of women would like that more than a card. And it's on top of a present. Absolutely. <laughs> That's always her Kelsey. Key just here. wants something bad. <laughs> I can smell that. All right. Do you have any exciting plans? Or are you just thinking you're going to be uh, staying in for uh, Valentine's? We'd love to hear from you now at seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can always text us at one zero three nine three nine. We're talking uh, last hour about Tim Hortons and rolling up the rim to win. What's the biggest thing you ever won? It's something like that. John is. Standing by with a great story. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kara is standing by with a great story about why her dad never had to do or still hasn't had to do anything for Valentine's Day. That's coming up. But uh, we were talking about Roll Up the Rim to Win. Yesterday, Matt went through uh, the Tim Hortons drive through How many times? Getting a small coffee each time until you won? Six times. Which they say you have a one in six chance of winning. You won a coffee. So we asked, have you ever won anything bigger than a coffee at something like that? Yes, John. Uh, a couple of decades ago, back in 1989, McDonald's restaurant, scratch and win tickets, I won the trip to Hawaii. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's real. And I bet you this morning you're wondering why you ever came home. You got that one right. <laughs> <laughs> in 1989, still wish I was there. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But Valentine's is a ride around the corner, so we're starting to ask the question, like, what do you do for it? We found out that, uh, uh, thanks to the too early for a question question, 433%, that's how much uh, restaurant uh, reservations spike. So get a reservation now if you want one. And some of these places, like the one we're going to, shout out, mm. uh, they'll have a weekend menu that's a set menu. So okay. it's not just the day. Okay. They set you up for the weekend, too, which is fair. I mean, it's a big money maker for them. Sure. All right, makes sense. So we were wondering uh, what you do. And Carrie, you got a great story about your parents? So my dad always got off lucky on Valentine's Day. Because? My mom's birthday is the 15th of February. Okay. 
so my dad never once got her flowers or took her out for Valentine's Day. He waited, and he did everything for her birthday. Let this be a lesson, fellas. Only date women born on the 15th. <laughs> no, I, this would not work for me. No, Kelsey. I'd want two separate days. Oh, man. Yeah, but my mom never wanted to be in a crowded restaurant either. Right, so right. So it worked out for both of them. Oh, I love that. So the rose like petals it. on the floor on the 14th, and then you can give the bouquet of flowers on the 15th. Hmm. I think we all need to tell Kelsey to pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to be more like Kara's mom and less like Kelsey. What? I believe in romance. Mm. Well, believe in- but my, my dad always believed that her birthday was more important than celebrating just a day. You yeah. know what? True that. Yeah, 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 I agree. It was also very convenient. <laughs> yeah. My dad believed. I see another man of convenience. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And Wes is on the line. Uh, Wes, you wanted to take uh, Kelsey to task about the whole, we just heard from Kara, and she said that her uh, her mom was born on February 15th, so her dad never had to uh, celebrate a Valentine's Day. He just celebrated her birthday and put them all together in this big, uh, uh, you know, post-Valentine's Day party and uh, did all these great things for her. And uh, Kelsey's like, no, she should have two separate days. And what's your thought on that, buddy? Well, we go out uh, a week ahead of time. Buy yeah. Flowers, get better collection than that. Because it's, easier, less crowds, and why do you need Valentine's Day to celebrate? You can do it anytime. Well, you're clearly recognizing Valentine's Day, but you're just saying you want to beat the crowds, so I don't understand if, if we're actually arguing. I think we're, we might be on the same playing field here. Hmm. Well, no, because I actually take her out and buy her flowers every couple of months. Every couple of months is Valentine's Day. I think, uh, you know... Yeah. Kelsey wants the same thing, just being to, to be recognized every once in a while. Yeah, and I think you might have her here with this whole uh, every couple of months yeah, thing, Yeah, I'm too. on board. Yeah, you're saying even more than just Valentine's Day. Every couple of months, we're setting a new bar for the gentleman out there. Well, it's, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> you got to want it. That's the thing. You don't have to do what you want to want to do. It. Yeah, Wes, you know the problem with me is if I came home with flowers just in the middle of September just because, my wife would assume I was cheating on her. Who like died? That, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? But but you've set this expectation. Not expectation, but you, you just kind of do this every couple of months. I There's been times when I've brought home flowers. That's not true just because I saw them and they look good. And, and uh, So, yeah, you're right. It, it's, it doesn't necessarily have to be about that day, right? What? Ooh. You are such a romantic. Yeah. Another man of convenience. We, we better stop this now because he's making us all oh, sound bad. Yeah. Hey, Wes, I pump the brakes. Yeah, you're a good man, Wes. Uh, thank you for reminding us of what we should probably be doing as well. But every day should be Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, okay. Sure. Without the. Ch- <laughs> he's like, that was not my point originally. <laughs> a little hard on the pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, my friend. And so, what are you doing on Valentine's Day? I'm working. Okay. And then coming home just like any other day. No, I work the night shift. So oh, okay. No work days, I'll work nights, and we won't see each other. Okay, got it. I got it. But you will see each other at some point, and that's the point. Thank you so much for calling, my friend. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know what? Some people love Valentine's Day. If you don't have somebody in your life or you've gone through a breakup recently, it's uh, not your favorite day in the world. And so we'll try to, um, I guess, kind of, kind of uh, appeal to that audience as well because not everybody's real pumped about Valentine's Day coming. Maybe some people that are in love aren't even really pumped because they're scared that they're going to mess it up. Sure, or you think it's just a commercialized holiday yeah. meant to sell things.
a lot of people aren't celebrating this year. That's what a lot of the news stories have been this week. Really? They're just kind of over it. They're over spending money. And yeah, and I think the cold doesn't help. You just want to stay in and cuddle. I wonder if the weather is going to bring people down and and literally keep them at home, you know, rather than actually doing a little more Netflix and chilling rather than going to a fancy restaurant and and doing that. Just got a text at 103.939. Yeah, this is from Carly. For Valentine's Day, my fiance and I have a tradition of making supper together, then going to Marble Slab for ice cream. Even with the deep freeze, we're in. We'll be sticking to the tradition again this year. Valentine's doesn't have to be this grand gesture. It could no. be something like that. Just cook up a little food, go get an ice cream, bing, bang, boom, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nikki said, Valentine's Day is a hallmark holiday. I think that if you love or appreciate your significant other, you appreciate them every single day and do little things that make more of a difference than one holiday. I'm starting to think maybe uh, Montana's for all-you-can-eat fajitas. Ooh, ribs. Nothing like seeing your significant other covered in ribs. <laughs> barbecue yeah. sauce. You boys get us. <laughs> nothing, nothing like Valentine's Day, my wife saying, stop <laughs> sucking your fingers. Here's a napkin. <laughs> Here's Aaron Goodvin, Kissing Country, 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know, it should be every day. It should be the little things in life, like the person who just uh, uh, writes messages in the bathroom mirror for their husband or brushes off his truck after it snows, the little things. So there you go. Is there anything sweeter than someone brushing off the snow on your windshield? I don't think so. It's a real Canadian thing. Yeah. A lot of people don't get it. Oh, he went out and brushed the snow off my car. What a sweetheart. Yeah, we talk like that. (laughs) (laughs) We all do. Anyway, coming up, we'll tell you what's coming up in moments, but uh, we're getting so many texts about Valentine's and reservations uh, uh, because we talked about it early in the hour that uh, reservation, of course, reservations spike for Valentine's Day. A lot of people want to get out and uh, do something special with their loved ones. And Yeah, this listener says, I have 117 reservations for Valentine's Day evening at my work at Cactus Club. So it's going to be a busy one. Wow. Sydney says, my fiance and I are heading to Golden for a weekend of snowboarding for our Valentine's Day. And uh, this is cool. They say they go every year to Boston pizza for a heart-shaped pizza. However, this year we're thinking takeout might work. Yeah, yeah, there'd be a lot of, I think, Uber calls, I'm guessing, right? And skip, skip the, the dishes, dishes and things that like that. Yeah, Uber Eats or whatever they call it. I'm getting back to that golden one with those two snowboarding. It reminds me of that classic Dumb and Dumber part where he's having the snowball fight with his girlfriend. <laughs> the lasers are in the face <laughs> with a snowball? Don't do that, whatever you do. Hey, we found out uh, the top big dog, as far as kissing listeners go, with the uh, West Minster dog show happening right now in New York. We're going to do the Battle of the Small Breeds in moments right here on Kissin'. Hang on. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The Westminster Dog Show is happening right now, and that is quality television. We watched last night. We could not stop watching, and every dog was cuter than the rest. And they all smile when they're prancing around, and there's like thousands of people watching at Madison Square Garden, and it's just, it's really crazy. I never realized how much I loved it until I started watching it. It's so cool. You do have no idea the time that goes into training these dogs oh, to do yeah. these things. It's yeah. amazing. The bloodlines. Yes, exactly. And how many of these dogs you've never heard of? So what we did uh, on the weekend was we compiled the top eight dogs for the Battle of the Breeds. Yesterday, we did the Battle of the Big Dog Breeds, and the Labrador Retriever won. Matt was trying to make it not win, but it is the New England Patriots. Yeah, of the dog breeds. Like, of, it's of the, the dynasty dog. champion. Yeah, exactly. So it did win. So it's going to battle against the small breed winner. And here are the first two that are going against each other based on your votes. And there was a little influence from Jack, who's normally on this show. I'll be honest with you. She fought like crazy for the Chihuahua to be involved. 
Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> Man, I, I, I've met a chihuahua that I can go up and pet. They're yeah. skittish. Yeah. They bite. <laughs> Jack's dog bit me once. Yes. <laughs> so I don't like chihuahuas. So the dog was a good get, uh, judge of character. That's all that means. But yes, you've been bit by a chihuahua. But anyway, we promised we let the chihuahua be in the battle. And the chihuahua is battling against the bulldog. All sorts of different sizes of bulldogs, big ones, little ones. This is just the 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 breed, the bulldog. Yeah. Okay. They so, can skateboard. They win. <laughs> That's all you need to know. They slobber a lot. And they snort. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's their sound. Very inbred, but they're still wonderful. <laughs> Very just, inbred. Text us at 103939. Which one would you choose for the first battle of the breeds? It will move on. The brackets go from there. The Chihuahua against the Bulldog. You've got about three minutes to text us with your choice right now. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Westminster Dog Show is happening, and it is crazy. I, I thought it was crazy, but I am so dog starved now. It's ridiculous. I just could watch dogs all day long on television and that's what you can actually do right now. So they basically choose one breed over another. That's how they do this. The judges just they they all look like they're from England don't they? They're they the just... most serious faces on earth too. They're yeah. mm, look at this dogs. Yeah, but. E- exactly. Stop brushing your dog. So anyway, we're doing the Battle of the Breeds. We've got the lab standing by to battle the champion of the small breeds today. And the first two were the Chihuahua and the Bulldog. And the winner was... Bulldog. Bulldog. But it was close. Yeah. It was a lot closer than I thought it would be. So there you go. Anyway, that means the Bulldog's going to move on. So now we got to do the other two that are going to battle. And those two right now, think about it, are... Are you ready for this? Ready. The Shih Tzu... And the toy poodle. And I don't know if we chose Shih Tzu just because it's such a fun name to say on the radio. I want to see what people spell yeah, on the text line. Exactly. Shih Tzu or toy poodle. I don't really have a dog in this race, so to speak. But uh, I'm going to have to go poodle just because yeah. we've owned uh, little poodles. Yeah. They're wonderful. They're supposed to be really smart. Super smart. Great family dogs. Yeah. Divas. Shih Tzus are great family dogs, too. But I don't like the little mop look. Uh, They're like tiny little mops. My nephew just got a, a labradoodle, so it's a lab and a, a poodle bred Those together. Those are yeah. so cute. Oh, this little puppy is like adorable. Yeah. So and aren't they hypoallergenic too? So they're they're, supposed they're to be. great for they're supposed everyone. To be, but he was losing hair and peeing everywhere, so it's so hard to say. <laughs> but anyway, he's only eight weeks old, right? So Okay, so there it is at 103.939. Is it the Shih Tzu or is it the Toy Poodle? One of those two dogs is going up against the Bulldog. It's a, it's the battle of the small breeds this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, you want to go to Thomas Rhett with your special someone? Of course you do. The newlywed game and another chance to play and win coming up in about six minutes' time. But it was so close. It was the battle of the small breeds. It was the semifinals. It was the Shih Tzu against the Poodle. And the winner by one vote, Kelsey. One point. Yeah, it was. The Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. I think I'm upset. Yeah. Right there. I think people just really like getting to type that word. I'm just sure. shocked that they knew how to spell it, a lot of them. That's incredible. So here's the thing. The Battle of the Small Breeds. Here's the finals going up against the lab tomorrow morning at this time. It is now the Shih Tzu against the Bulldog. All right. Text us at 103939. Which one do you prefer? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay. We just had a Battle of the Small Breeds. Somebody just texted us because we're talking about, you know, the Shih Tzu or the Bulldog. And somebody says, German Shepherd, get a real dog, people. Well, German Shepherd was in the battle yesterday and actually lost. lost to the lab. Yeah, it did lose to the lab. Anyway, at the end of the day, the Labrador Retriever tomorrow morning at 710 is going to do the Battle of the Breeds right here on Kissing Country against the 
Yeah, it's going to be against the Bulldog. The Bulldog just barely pulled it out. Oof. The Shih Tzu put in quite a battle there. So we got a real David and Goliath final. Yeah, Bulldog and Lab. Yeah, the, the heavy la- breather <laughs> versus the tail wagger. Yes. Ah, oh, come on, Bulldogs! I know you can do it. Take down that lab. Okay. Well, we'll <laughs> see. Tomorrow morning at seven ten. Start thinking about that. And we'll give you a chance to vote. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about Zoe the cat. Four years later, the cat has returned to their owners. And I wondered, I said, did they move on? Did they already have another cat? They hadn't. They were waiting for this cat to come back or something? Yes. Four years. The daughter didn't even recognize it. No, she wouldn't. Four years in her life would have been a long time, right? When the cat came back, did it... The very next day. Had it changed? (laughs) Like, was the personality changed? No, it it was just a, a, a little rugged. Like, it had lived a life. Sure. I had a friend who lost their cat for about a year, came back, and that cat night and day changed. Well, it's been through a lot, right? Clearly. Lost its tail. Yes. Like, tail gone. Yes. Comes back, hates people. Used to love people who just It's been living prison rules, like, claws out. (laughs) I guess, man. That's the thing I worry about. This Uh is a pretty cool uh, story on our text line. Uh, Mm. This listener says, my aunt's cat ran away uh, for two years. She only lived in the house that it ran away from for a year longer and moved about 10 minutes away. Two years later, Cat shows up at the new house on the doorstep. What? Knew where the ant moved. How is that? It had been watching from a distance. <laughs> Cats are super weird. There's a Reddit story I was reading about a guy who said the cat just up and left. For, for eight years, this cat was gone. Yeah. Came back, yeah. had a collar, new name, new tags, just found the family again. Of course, they contacted the family that, that had found it after the first leaving. Yeah. And they're like, well, he's your cat. You take him back. Right. He just like wanted to say hello. Like, hey, I got a new family. This <laughs> cat later. has commitment issues. That's Big crazy. Time. What was the movie that was out right around Christmas? It was a dog story. It was like, I, I want to say Homeward Bound, but it wasn't Homeward Bound. But it was Something a, like that. It's a dog that got separated from its owner and it was like thousands of miles away. And I remember we went to a movie just before Christmas. We saw the preview. And uh, again, we had just lost our puppy. And so my daughter and I are watching this preview and we both looked at each other like nope we're not going to see that one but i think that one ends in a happy ending but uh I'm sure the dogs is it just cats do dogs come back too after a long time i don't we're not hearing from dog people i don't know i think dogs show a little bit more loyalty than cats yes yeah, so hey, 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 cats hey, hey. are jerks like yeah. let's just be honest have you met my cat <laughs> She's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jack about her. Yeah, no, no, no. Dog's Purpose was the name of the movie. That's it. So there you go. Anyway, uh, yeah, looking for your uh, animals coming home stories. There's got to be a horse one. Amy's here. Did your horse ever go missing and then come back? She's saying no. No, she kept her eye on it. Yeah, when you pay 10 grand for a horse, you don't want to Horse didn't it. go missing. Save no. some people. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Animals gone missing and then animals coming home stories. This is pretty cool. You may remember there was a story recently about a pregnant Clydesdale who was stolen and presumed sold for slaughter. She was found months later, just before Christmas. She has turned up in the field randomly, looking fairly well cared for. Disney movie right there. Thanks to our friends at Budweiser. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. More of a commercial than a a movie. Yes, uh, Paula, you got a story? I had a dog um, that we actually had to rehome because she grew up on the farm and didn't adjust to city life when we moved to Edmonton. Right. And after about two weeks after we rehomed her, we got a call from the new owners that said we can't find the dog. Hmm. So we went on, we went out there obviously because we were concerned and she was halfway back to our house. She knew where to go. She knew to come back to Edmonton. Yeah. And she was, she did that three times before she finally, did she take the uh, Henday or the white mud? <laughs> <laughs> the Henday 
Pepsi didn't exist back then. Yeah. Oh, and there was a polyp on the yellow head, so yeah. I had to go the long way. Tree tra- the tree trail. Oh, good. Traffic's not as rough around there. There it is. <laughs> yeah, instead of uh, GPS, it's DPS. Yeah, exactly. Dog positioning system? Yes. Ah, mm. yes. They've got them. There's a lot of dad jokes going on here. Just firing them out. Kelsey, you want to add in? <laughs> no. She's I not don't... a dad. She can't. She's not <laughs> yeah, qualified. Proudly not a father. Thank you, Paula. No worries. Take care. See ya. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Aaron Goodman tickets to be won in about six minutes' time if you don't blow it for everyone. We are getting some incredible stories about animals that have, uh, well, found their way back home. That's for sure. This listener says my neighbor had given up his dog when he got divorced and moved to Edmonton. The family that took him was in Ontario. Eight years later, he's with a new wife and family looking to adopt a dog. And there is his dog with a rescue program. Still tattooed and microchip proved the dog was his. I still can't believe they were reunited. Beautiful story. There you go. How does that even happen? Yeah, It just does. Rihanna, you got one for us? Wasn't originally my horse, but uh, neighbors that lived down the road from us had one. I grew up with horses and uh, he decided that he liked our house better, so he used to break out of his corral and come over to my house on a regular. (laughs) And uh, the neighbor finally decided that he liked it at our place better, so she decided to let us keep him. Well, yeah, after a while the horse should be, you know, be able to choose, right? If yeah. you love something, let it go. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And now, did, how long did you keep the horse then? Uh, we had him for seven years. Wow. He ended up passing away from old age. That's a kind of a cool story. Not the passing away part, but you know, the rest. <laughs> but the rest of it, yeah. yeah. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 16, there's Thomas Red kissing of the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack away, Kelsey's here. Uh, we're going to uh, look for callers 8, 9, and 10 now at 780-421-1039 to play Don't Blow It for Everyone. Aaron Goodman tickets up for grabs. Uh, talking about um, animals that have been lost for quite a long time, like that Zoe the cat from Edmonton who came back four years later. Uh, this story is, uh, well, it's not like that, but it's a story we have to tell. This is why most people love dogs more than they like humans. Mm. When I was about 10, I'd separated from my dad dirt biking. I was stuck in a muskeg. The owner of the property had a golden retriever that found me in the bush and then led me through the trails back to the pit area. They really do have a great sense of direction. Incredible. Similar story. When I was about the same age. I uh, I was playing I should, in the backyard. I want to turn your mic off. It's not going to be playing similar in the backyard. Stories. Come on, guys, give me a chance. <laughs> no. I, I fell into this well. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, you're, you're I cha- was so scared. Then all of a sudden, I look up to the little light at the top. And what did you see? I saw a dog that looked exactly <laughs> like Lassie. I said, Lassie, get help. I'm stuck in the well. And Lassie said, sorry, I can't come. Your name's not Timmy. <laughs> and I died in the well. Oh. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.